Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. are up at this time you probably you were probably like us and spent most of your day tuning into a very long meeting at the city of tempe we were we tuned in virtually uh but an eight hour long meeting with the tempe city council for to begin negotiations for the arizona coyotes request for proposal for their arena and the final vote of that was five to two in favor to begin negotiations, but again, not until eight freaking hours later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it started at two. Uh, one of the things that uh, I talked about yesterday, um, you know, when we recorded on this morning's episode, make sure to get your comment in by noon because it's going to be at two. Uh, and you know. We both are familiar with city council meetings. We know that they can go long. Uh, I don't think either of us expected it to go eight hours. No. Um, I was even thinking, I was considering myself going up. Uh, I didn't decide to go, go up to the um, to the meeting today because I had some work I had to take care of down here in Tucson. Um, and I was like, yeah, it'll probably last about three, four hours, and I can drive back down afterwards. Maybe I'll grab, a, maybe grab like a quick bite to eat on Mill Avenue or whatever. Yeah, I'd probably be all like be too tired i'm like no i'm 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 just heading my way back now it's too much for me <laughs> eight hours long yeah we did not expect that absolutely but you know what i was impressed about carl was how many people showed up to the um like obviously couldn't see wasn't face it wasn't facing the crowd but you can see from social media posts and seeing from the seeing from the public comments and seeing from all stuff like that how many people who actually were in favor and like you know or, or trying to vo- voice their support for the Coyotes, you see, like, you know, I saw pictures, so many people in Coyotes jerseys, so many people, you know, signs saying, you know, all these different things, you know, the uh, the tagline that the Coyotes are going, you know, from landfill to landmark. There's so many people out there to support. It was absolutely awesome to see. Yeah, definitely. Um, there was a lot of support. I've been to a lot of these kind of things. Uh, so I know that Coyotes fans are passionate. They like, they're used to going to government functions and uh, to support their team. It's just one of those things you got to learn to do when you're a Coyotes fan. Um, and it was great to see everyone show out um, because, you know, I, I do sometimes worry because there is just so much crap that comes along with being a Coyotes fan. Like it's eventually going to break someone's back. Like, but that final straw is still like a long way away apparently. And, I mean, for the people who came out, they got to see a really good presentation. I really was impressed by what the, you know, the Coyotes organization brought. And uh, I really enjoyed the response to Sky Harbor Airport. Uh, like, I feel like that was a very, you know, solid um, refute of a lot of the claims that they were making regarding sound. Like the fact that, hey, Phoenix has housing in that same area this is what the agreement says. Um, it, it was very interesting to me. I thought yeah, they, that was. 
they went, no, go ahead. They, they went. They went in pretty in, in pretty good depth on 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 all the all the topics. They addressed the concerns. They did what's possible, and they and and they made sure to bring it home that this is a hundred percent privately financed. That there's no taxpayer money at risk at all in this in this proposal, um, which is something that. Uh, what, they, what they said no other arena no no other arena within arizona can say that 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 they that they did that so yeah i mean it, it definitely seems like morello is putting his money where his mouth is he he is deeply involved in the project uh we got to hear a lot about what the financing is going to be uh just in general like there was a lot of numbers being thrown out there and i was like oh this is like pretty impressive what they're doing, what they want long-term. Like one of the things we heard at the end is there's talks about, you know, buying another team. Like that, what does that mean? That one, that one slipped up under the radar of a lot of people. Some people caught it. It went, it went all over social media. He's like, wait a minute. Did Javier Gutierrez just pretty much say that the Morello group wants to buy another team? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, what? And, and I, I'm I'm not sure it like hockey team, but like there's a lot you could do with an arena team. Uh, you know, they could be very like interesting things that are happening with the Coyotes in the next couple of years because it seems like Morello like likes this piece of land. He wants to do things with it. Uh, the NHL supports it. We also heard like in the beginning of the meeting that if this goes through the NHL is guaranteeing an, a draft and an all-star game at the new stadium, which is great to hear because the Coyotes are owed an all-star game. Yeah, they're owed an all-star game and uh, um, and that and that draft too. Uh, great promises. Um, it was it was pointed out though that that promise was also made to Glendale um, during that meeting, um, which didn't which fell through, which because of the lockout and stuff like that, they just didn't whatever. Um, yeah, but it was, it, it was, it was fair to bring it up. And that's why I can see, understand some of the concern at that, about that though. But, you know, again, you know, this is a whole different situation because it looks like the, like the NHL isn't going to be in, in danger of a lockout anytime soon. Um, fingers crossed. Um, I mean, they, they, they moved forward with their new CBA what last year, this last off season. So, yeah, yeah. There, so, there was, you know, COVID kind of really made that uh, that whole labor thing go weird. Um, I, I'm not sure, like, anything could really happen, and I'm never going to bet against an NHL lockout. Um, but it does seem like, you know, I think Batman and the NHL would be smart enough to not schedule it during a year when the CBA could expire. Let's say that. Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like they'll try to they'll try to make sure they follow through on this plan, right? Yeah. On, on this promise because because of all that. And plus how awesome would it be? I mean, did you like those who followed and those who followed the entire thing? Did you see the freaking video at the beginning and the actual images? It was gorgeous like that is a yeah. place that you want a freaking event to be an nhl draft an nhl all-star game that is where it, that's where people want it to be yeah uh, i haven't seen the video anywhere online but i know az central has some of the uh concept pictures they i think they're mostly exterior on the website so 
if you missed the, the presentations, uh, one of the eight hours it was one of the first ones uh, when you were probably still working, so that's understandable. Uh, check out AZ Central for, uh, for the pictures. Absolutely. We still got more to get to, though, on this episode of Locked On Coyotes. It is our After Dark edition as we discuss the vote of the Tempe City Council of approving the Arizona Coyotes uh, RFP into negotiations. That's the, we've got, that's the key part. We'll talk more about that in just a moment. But first, a quick word from Carl. So I have a message from our friends at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. You can find all the latest sports developments, news, and odds, including this year's basketball championship matchup and the NHL conference finals, Major League Baseball, and of course, the latest fighting news from MMA and UFC to boxing. If you are watching hockey right now, I'm sure you know that there is some crazy betting situations to go for. Like, how many goals are the Colorado Avalanche and Edmonton Oilers going to combine for? That just seems pretty crazy. Head over to Bet Online because it's your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. You can head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet Online, where the game starts. So we have an important favor to ask you guys. We put together a survey so we can learn more about the listeners like you that make and make your favorite Locked On podcast even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and don't like about Locked On podcasts. Go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey right now to get started. It won't take very long, and everyone that completes a survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. Take advantage of our audience survey. Once again, go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey. That's LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey. But let's continue this episode of Locked On Coyotes. I do want to thank everyone once again for making Locked On Coyotes your first listen every day. I know we're on a live show today, so it's a little bit different. But we still got more to get to on this episode as we discuss, well, the approval to get into the next step, right? To go into you know, negotiations, which was huge. Once again, the final vote was five to two. Before we get to, you know, more of how that went down, um, you know, you mentioned the, uh, you know, a couple of things like like, like the promise of uh, of the, uh, the draft and everything like that. But there's another thing too, right? There's another thing too that uh, I want to touch on um, that was also a, uh, a key element that was put in this presentation. And because Gary Bettman actually was on the call, like on like was one of the first people to be within this presentation. A lot of you guys probably yeah. missed it because it was like whatever. But um, part of that was he pretty much said that should this go down, the Arizona Coyotes will be locked in to a what is it? Um, thirty year. That's right. Yeah, a thirty year, thirty year non relocation yeah. deal. So that means that once it gets built. The Coyotes cannot move anywhere for 30 years. So they will be here in Arizona for 30 more years. That yeah. is a key bit. I mean, I, I think one of the things that the Coyotes did so well uh, during this meeting and one that I hope they continue to do is respond to criticism, especially good faith criticism. And there was a lot of concern at Gila River Arena I think it was still jobbing.com at the time, 
but like about a potential like five-year opt-out clause like they wanted something firm they wanted something to say like the coyotes are not going to be relocating and gary bettman and the coyotes coming out and be like sure yeah we'll do that this year um that's great uh it, it seems like they are very responsive they very much are engaged with the process this doesn't seem like something that they are like just kind of doing to go through the motions, which is something that I, I saw people like criticize the, them for like, like, Oh, the Coyotes are going to move. They're just going to go through the motions and like make it look like they're trying to say, no, they're, they're actually doing all the stuff. And it's great to see. Now, I think because of how this all goes, and obviously we're only in the negotiation period, but how do you think Coyotes fans will now respond to Gary Bettman in the public setting because every other team boos him to hell. I can't not see Coyotes fans doing the same thing for essentially advocating for them. This, for... I, I mean, Gary Bettman has been that way for a while now. I, I don't necessarily think it moves the needle for most Coyotes fans. Uh, in general, like, Coyotes fans are also hockey fans, and hockey fans will boo Gary Bettman. Um, I, I have I have seen arguments both ways from people I respect. I'm like, uh, I'm not going to boo Gary Bettman. Just in general, it wouldn't look good if I booed Gary Bettman. Uh, but you know, if you want to, eh, I, I don't think you should. He does a lot for the Coyotes, and yeah, it's important to you know have someone appreciate him. Now let's let's get into some of the uh, some of the things uh, that I thought was awesome. So we had what what was it ninety six people sign up for for public comments, and then an additional two hundred plus um, for, of of uh, of written comments, and most of those yep. were read, right. Most of those were read, um, which was absolutely amazing to see all that you know, that kind of thing. Um, and I do want to say that there were some that were uh, that were in the negative, and some of the negatives kind of confused me. I'm just like, this isn't really the what's going yeah. on, but <laughs> yeah, um, th there was a lot. Uh, a lot of people had opinions about a local political issue. Who'd have thought that would be the case? Um, there was some, I think, good faith criticisms of it. Uh, mm -hmm. Like one of the, the speakers mentioned like, yeah, there's going to be Airbnbs. And I'm like, yeah, that's a concern. And you could probably like pass something in there to limit Airbnbs. Like that's something that you could do as the city council. Like, uh, you know, there's concerns about traffic. That is definitely something that people are concerned about. And that is something that needs to be addressed. Um, that's why I think like, it's so good that the coyotes seem to be receptive to those sorts of things, because those are good faith criticisms. Those are good faith attempts to be like, yeah, I need to know more. We need to talk about this. And you know, you should respond properly to those. Yeah. I also do want to shout out though, uh, some people who do, did go into, uh, the public comments, um, including, uh, uh, a few coyotes players. I mean, they were kind of beforehand, they were part of the presentation almost, but Clayton Keller, um nick schmaltz and christian fisher yeah like all all, all yeah they'd all appeared and they're quite you know they they you know they're they're part of this coyotes core so it's just like okay 
three of the players who have been with the organization for the longest, Mm -hmm. the three big ones who you look in as kind of like a leadership role, um, like Clayton Keller was the only one to speak, but it's, it says a lot that they were all there. Uh, I don't know who I saw say it, but like, I don't think we really saw any players go up to speak in Glendale at any point. Right. And, uh, I will say that's fine. A lot has changed uh, since yeah, then. Lot, like the role history now, you know. Yeah, yeah, and also just hockey players are allowed to say things now. Like back then, in the early aughts, it was just like, no, just just talk about how tough things are. Absolutely. Um, but a couple other people who um, who went out into the in, into uh, the public comments were friends of the podcast, Lindsay Fry and Matthew Spang Marshall, two people who came on our show for the Grow the Game series. And what perfect ways, because, again, this arena is a way to grow the game of hockey because it's in the right. It's because of the place that it's in. Yeah, definitely. Uh, like the people we talked to about growing the game of hockey wanted to make sure that the the stadium is there. That makes a lot of sense. Like I can see why they would do that. Um, there, there was a lot of support. Like I, I really thought that the uh, the Coyotes made sure to get a lot of community partners to to speak and say good things about the the organization, their impact with local sports, with kids programs, with schools, like health programs the absolute biggest thing that came up multiple different times over the course of this meeting was how awesome the morella group and and javier gutierrez and his team have been with dei um for those that that's you know diversity inclusion like that was huge right you know could talk about talk about that how they're moving into you know the uh, the Latinx community and you know and other un, other underserved communities um you know you had you know again somebody represent the LGBTQ community like so many people out there representing different communities and they're telling us what there we go yeah and, and like I think part of the actual like presentation time for the Coyotes was the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce uh, and I have opinions about chambers of commerce but. Uh, for like what the role is, like that is a good person to have. It is a good way to show like this is a franchise that is committed to your values because that is what was very clearly uh, being attempted. Just like having people say like, hey, we know who you are with Tempe. Like we know this is what you want to project. This is us. And also, yes, seeing Shane Doan uh, speak, that was great. It's always good to see Shane Doan. He doesn't like praising the LA Kings. It's what I'm here for. I know, right? You, you know that whole that whole mentioning, um, you know, when Shane Doan came. We all came. We all were just like, oh my god, we love it. Um, he talked about he talked about his kid playing hockey. He talked about his you know his other kids like, like, and just how important the com- the community of Arizona has been. And it's, uh, I mean, it's uh, it was an absolute awesome like you said the, the the presentation was awesome the concerns were all about the same it was a like half hour kind of rambling through the same stuff of noise yeah. and um and safety i didn't understand what some of those safety concerns was but it was, all, it was a lot about noise which is again a valid concern but that's part of what negotiations are for right yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, th- there was there was some labor union concerns. I feel like those should be addressed. Uh, I feel like 
the no vote is not the best like use of that message. Uh, like towards the end, they were speaking about making sure that the, you know, the building contractors are a union and that they're qualified, which is great. I want to make sure that the building, you know, is safe and doesn't collapse or anything. Uh, but like saying no, I feel like wasn't the best way to do it. Like I said, housing is something that every Arizona person right now is dealing with. And I do wish that they like, I hope that they make sure that the housing benefits the community. I'm someone who used to live in Tempe who had to move out because it was too expensive. And now I live in Phoenix. I don't want to wish that on anyone. Um, yeah. And, and, and yeah, like uh, there's, there was a whole lot of wackiness. There was a, a whole lot of wackiness with some truth in it. And there was a whole lot of people who were just honestly trying to say the truth. Um, and a lot of support by Coyotes fans. Like we talk about community, like, being a Coyotes fan is part of a community, and you saw that very clearly today. Absolutely, and not and and not only that is when you get to the written comments, you've heard people from outside, and even some of the live comments. One of the live comments was a Quebecois, freaking calling in <laughs> in his support. Like that yeah. is the best thing ever. <laughs> yeah, the, there was there was so many people who who said such good things. Um, it, it's great that after so many years of just being a fan of this organization, like people are still able to, to keep it up because it's, it's not easy. It's never easy. Oh no. Um, it's, it, it definitely isn't, but, um, but like we said, there were definitely some interesting people against, right. You know, like, yeah. Um, who were, you know, they're making a tie-in, you know, talking about, um, you know, tax rebate for the team or whatever. And, um, and then, you know, and like what you mentioned too, the affordability, but it's, it's interesting, right? Yeah. So, you know, yeah. like you said, uh, I, I don't necessarily think that this is the best venue, but you know, some people are going to try and get the venue that they can. Um, I, I I don't know. Uh, I went into it thinking approving of the project, uh, which should not yeah. surprise no one. Uh, yeah. Upon I'm hearing listening. concerns, I still approve of the project. Yeah, some some of the like some of the some of the people who were against were like, "Yeah, vote no on on the project now." And you could tell those people were were all together because they wore this sticker that was yeah. um, <laughs> that that was all about it, um, and I'm reading some of the comments here. People were talking about the uh, the, the women who came up talking about you know she doesn't want to have to come back to a to a meeting wearing a diaper. Like, I'm not sure if you caught that one. I was like, no, no, I did not catch I, that one. What? What? <laughs> oh, I'm like, um, yeah. I mean, th- let's be fair. Like, like you, like you and I said before. City council meetings are weird. Like you've been to city council meetings before. I've been mm-hmm. to Tucson city council meetings. There are some weird people who attend to these and make weird ass comments. Um, and we saw, I mean, again, it was a longer event. This lasted eight hours long. Yes. Eight hours of just direct access to the various people in the state of Arizona, um, like so much like of a cross section of America was heard today from, you know, the Arizona Coyotes, a 
professional hockey team to just anyone who attended that meeting. Uh, I think by the end, it's just like, anyone else want to speak? Uh, yeah, you? Come up. Like, and, yeah. and that's great to see. Like, I, I, I very much appreciate the way that Tempe handles things. Like, going from a Glendale City Council meeting to a Tempe City Council meeting, like, it's a completely different, you know, energy. Like, they seem to be very open to, like, getting the public to speak. Uh, I know the city of Glendale had to put up with a lot, and they got frustrated with it. But Tempe, they they kind of handled things really well. I, I was very impressed all around. I really want to shout out to Mayor Woods because he actually, like, you know, he, like, he, like, and every, a lot of other people t- gave him a shout out, too. He's like, you're running a tight ship here, and I really appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it it lasted a very long time, but it wasn't, you know, like, it could have been far, far worse. Like, yeah. we, we both know it could have been worse. Oh, absolutely. Once again, the final vote of this one was uh, five to two in favor of, of going to negotiations. Um, the two no votes, um, I'm trying to bring up the... Uh, the actual people on here, but, um, cause, but my, my page decided to go, go slow. Um, but it was, um, I, I know council member, uh, Kubi, uh, yeah. Council member Kubi was a no, um, trying to know who the other one, the other no was, um, on that one. Um, One sec. Uh, uh, Garland. I, I think yeah, Garland. Yep. That's uh, that's from Rose Ford, uh, who has guessed on the show previously. She mentioned uh, Garland and Kubi as definite vote, no votes. Uh, I trust her on that. Yeah. So they were um, definitely no votes, and the, and the other uh. Uh, the others were all yeses. So a yes to Wood uh, from Mayor Woods, a yes from uh, Vice Mayor Keating, a yes from can't remember Adams, a yes from Ardondo Savage, Robin, um, a a and a yes from Navarro. And I want to shout out Councilmember Navarro at the end. It just like you know he was not having it. With Councilmember Kubi at the end, like Councilmember Kubi's like, I want to propose an amendment. I want to do this. Let's talk some more and whatever. Navarro was like, You can filibuster all the frick you want, but we're getting this done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it was one of the the things that was brought up. Uh, this meeting needed to end by midnight. Like, I, I yeah, really yeah. like it could have it could have done that. Like. You know, if someone wanted to be very political and make a stand, they could have pushed this to midnight. Thankfully, they did it and it ended at a respectable 10 p.m. But <laughs> after starting at starting at two, yeah, yeah, uh, the uh, it, it's definitely it's been an adventure. But um, an important step has happened. It's not the final step. Like there's still gonna be a lot more that goes on now. It has but... started. It, it, it is like, um, it, it is now the, the coyotes have now entered the arena, so to speak, and and you know, like figuratively speaking, now like they have been al- now allowed in 
to be able to fight for it. Um, yeah. So now, now that's when the real conversations take place. Like they said, there was a blackout period for the last eight, nine months. There was no conversations whatsoever. This was the first time that the public and the coyotes and whatever had that full on conversations with everybody. And they finally, and, and that's when they got to it, right? They got a chance to get to, uh, to get to that all. And again, now, as a, now we have more months in ahead of us, but the most important part is now the coyotes can actually talk with the city and they can talk with other agencies, the, you know, like, you know, the FAA to make sure they, they they're in compliance or whatever, that there's no lawsuit that's going to be maybe pending against them or against. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Or the same thing with the city of Phoenix and the same thing for, uh, and well, regarding the, the city of Phoenix, the IGA that they have between them and the city of Phoenix, and what they're going to do with that. So there's a lot of stuff that has to be decided, and you know, negotiations can be done. That is going to take a few months long, but at least we can relish in a little bit of a win, knowing that we've been allowed into this. Yep, yep. That that first step has been made. Um... Like even going back to last week, there were people who like seemed to think that it was going to be a no vote on this and it was just going to stop right now. But, but no, uh, it, we're moving forward and it's up to the coyotes to keep doing the right thing. As long as they stay in the good light, they don't do anything dumb. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, just, just don't mess up. That's all you gotta do. Don't mess up. Don't mess up. Hopefully, uh, your deal with the with Arizona State runs runs smoothly, um, and that it makes put puts things in, in good light there. That shows that you can financially take care of things because you paid because the coyotes paid for that too. You know they paid for that out of yeah. their own pocket. You know that you know to upgrade that facility. Yeah, definitely. They have a significant partnership and with Tempe, and it's only looks to be growing from here. Absolutely. Any final thoughts you got coming up? Because we are approaching the half hour mark. Uh, I, I'm just, I'm just very happy. Uh, I am always a pessimist when it comes to things like this. So I always just have a little bit of doubt that something's going to go wrong. And it didn't, it, it went really well. It went better than I expected. Um, I am more confident now than I was when I woke up this morning. I am a, I, I am in the same thoughts, and I think based off of the votes again, um, with the final being five to two, um, it even though even though everyone knew it was just into negotiations, it still puts me in a little more of an optimistic mood, right? That to say like, okay, people are at least willing to, you know, to understand what's going on here and to know what and to know all the details. Um, you know, the city of Tempe will again. I think they'll realize that there is no there is very little financial risk for them um, in terms of for, for taxpayer money. So it's like, okay, we. You know, there's no, there's no drawbacks in this, and I think, and I, I'm, for, I'm, I'm, I'm an optimist that towards the end of this, you know, I think we'll have a very similar vote go down. Yeah, uh, prov- provided, like you said, things keep going like they're going. Absolutely, but once again, I'm happy about this because, like, it's, it gives us at least a sl- again, like I said, a little bit of a sigh of relief, right? We took like we like we all took like one collective giant breath in, and we had that like half breath out or something like that. Yeah, 
Yeah, just just a half breath though, just, just a little half sigh breath. of relief. Just yeah. maybe not even a half breath, maybe like a quarter breath, an eighth of a breath out, <laughs> an eighth of a breath. I love it <laughs> because we all know that. Like, I think I'm of this belief. I think you are too. Um, that I think because of the history of this all, that it won't. Um, that. We won't be fully committed and fully optimistic until a shovel hits the ground. Oh, yeah. Not even then. Like, until, like, I am in the building for the first game. Uh, like, not even preseason. First regular season game of the next year. Then I will be, you know, confident that things happened finally. Uh, no, like I am never going to trust this until it is absolutely hundred percent final. Until, until you walk in. <laughs> yeah. Until the first until, puck drop. <laughs> yeah. Until they scan my ticket, uh, up until then, it could just be an illusion. It could be freaking, we're what's his name? We're in a desert. Me. It's a mirage, right? You're just like, is that, yeah. is that real? <laughs> I'm just wandering in the desert too much. I mean, I mean, some people were out in the open before the meeting and it was like 100 plus degrees outside. So, yeah, 100 degrees in a hockey jersey. It's, I've done it. It's not That's fun. Dedication. Absolute dedication. And it's also dedication to all you fans who tuned in for all eight hours and for 10 for going live with us afterwards. Uh, for all you guys who stuck around and showed your support. That is dedication. Yeah, and now you can finally go to bed because uh, it is uh, it's late. It's almost 11 yeah. here in Arizona. Uh, for those of you who might be tuning on the East Coast, if you are, uh, mad, mad respect. <laughs> Absolutely. Anyways, though, we're out of time on this live episode of Locked On Coyotes and After Dark Edition as we discuss the final vote, or the first vote, rather, of the Coyotes RFP with the city of Tempe, once again, the final vote of that, five to two, in favor to end again into negotiations. What a great night it was after eight hours. Once again, thanks to everyone for tuning into this episode. If you like what you heard, don't forget to leave a review, to like, comment, subscribe if you have yet to already. We're available everywhere you get your podcasts, including on YouTube. We occasionally have live shows like this, maybe once a month, maybe even not even that, a little more often during the season because it's that said during the season but you don't forget to interact with us on social media we're on facebook facebook.com slash locked on coyotes on instagram at locked on coyotes and on twitter at lo underscore coyotes i am personally at robin underscore leano but it's robin with a y underscore l-e-a-n-o carl pavlock is carl pavlock ff interact with us ask the question you might have including if you have any questions about this proposal we can interact with you guys always and maybe even answer some questions we do know right back around a future episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. Thanks again, everyone, for tuning into this show. Hope you get to stay safe out there. Hope you get to stay healthy. And once again, don't forget to howl on. Ah!